Hi, and welcome back to Point of View, the Daily Utah Chronicles opinion podcast. My name is Stevie, and I'll be your host. Today, we have opinion writer Morgan Champagne joining us to talk about their article in the Business and Politics print issue. Hi, Morgan, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Stevie. Thanks for having me. Morgan, what is your piece about? So my print piece is about the queer wedding scene in Utah and how Utah wedding vendors should express their support for queer couples loudly and proudly for both economic and moral reasons. It covers the wedding industry as an economy and most notably includes an interview I did with a Utah officiant named Jen Brooks Wild. Great, and why did you choose to write this piece? So I found myself scrolling through a website, which is just lgbtweddings.com, and I was searching for queer Utah wedding-friendly vendors because I was curious, and I couldn't find as many as I felt I should have found. I'm personally a big fan of watching the way the wedding scene evolves every year, and I've always loved discussing the intricacies of weddings. I'm disappointed by how little queer weddings are presented as part of this industry. The few vendors I could find in Utah were very open about their support, and personally, in my opinion, I think there are more wedding vendors in Utah who support the queer community. I wanted to encourage more vendors to be open about their support. And why is it important that wedding vendors specify that they are queer friendly? Yeah, there's a number of reasons why this is important. So there's great business to be found in working with queer couples, like economically speaking. And on top of this, the importance of declarative support lies in safety. Queer couples have to be careful in red states such as Utah to avoid discrimination, and it is better to be safe than sorry and go with a vendor who declares their support for the queer community instead of a vendor who doesn't specify. Queer people have a right to beautiful weddings. A lack of inclusive vendors can take away opportunities for queer people who want more traditional bigger weddings or even just want catering. I found quite a few photographers and two officiants who were openly queer friendly, but very few venues or caterers who declared their support outright. And I know you talked about this in your article, but what is the best way for wedding vendors to display their support for queer people? In my opinion, the best way for wedding vendors to display their support is to add to their website page and create a section on their website specifically for inclusivity. Ideally, this section on the website shouldn't be hidden away. It should be front and center where it's easy for everyone to see. It's also incredibly important, in my opinion, to ask customers for their pronouns when asking for information on their weddings. This ensures they'll properly address every customer they work with and create a strong bond with trans clientele. How can wedding vendors benefit from specifying that they are queer friendly? There are a lot of really great economic benefits to supporting queer weddings. An entirely new clientele opens up. A study done by the Williams Institute School of Law determined same-sex couples have spent a total of $3,766 trillion and 45,000 jobs have been created since and as a result of the passing of Obergefell versus Hodges. The Salt Lake Tribune estimates 2.8% of Utah's adults identify as lesbian or gay and 6.1% identify as bisexual. If wedding vendors serve the queer population, Frankly put, they'll get a lot more money. Are there any openly queer wedding vendors in Salt Lake City? Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, there are a lot, but one in particular I got to talk with and interview for my article is Jen from Wild Heart Weddings. She's an officiant. She got her start in officiating weddings when she wanted to become a Reiki master and told me that in order to become a Reiki master in Utah, you have to be either a massage therapist or an ordained minister. So she chose the path of ministry, especially when she began planning her own wedding and realized there was a lack of spiritually based officiants in the Utah area. She wrote her own vows and had her town mayor read them out, and ever since then, she's been officiating weddings. Her website opens with love is love, introducing upfront what she believes in. Jen described to me an experience she had with a queer couple where they asked if she'd be willing to officiate their wedding. She was shocked about the word willing and told me, I want to make it so clear that no one ever has to share their queerness with me or ask if I am willing. They know right away I mean love is love. In your opinion, how should wedding vendors prioritize inclusivity like Jen did? In my opinion, Utah wedding vendors must 
begin to prioritize inclusivity as Utah's queer population grows and the community expands. Those numbers from the Salt Lake Tribune, we're only going to see them go up. And marriage is a human right. I believe plenty of wedding vendors in Utah support the queer community and their queer customers, but it's hard to know if they're not upfront about it. Showing support is just as important, if not more important, than just having it. Awesome. And any final thoughts on your piece? I just want to further encourage wedding support wedding vendors to be declarative with their support. Don't stand in silence. Speak out. Great, Morgan. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. And where can people find your article? People can find my article online at thedailyutahchronicle.com or anywhere around campus where our, um, we have these little booths up with the print pieces. So anywhere in the business and politics piece. Thank you for listening to Point of View, the Daily Utah Chronicle's opinion podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes coming each month.